This is The Coacherian, where coaches go to grow. Coacherian, like a terrarium for coaches. It's the pocket-sized podcast for leaders who coach to gain skills and confidence. Welcome to The Coacherian. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Coacherium. If you haven't followed us before, we're Dana, Wendy, and Gary. This is the smallest podcast spread over the longest distance, over 5,000 miles from here in Dallas, Texas, via Boise, Idaho, to London, England. Now, in each Coacherium episode, we discuss topics related to developing your, your leadership style and coaching approach. Wendy, what are we talking about today? Well, in this series, we've been talking about things that we hear as coaches, things that we're hearing people share that are, we're noticing patterns. And one of them, one of those patterns that has come up ranges from the very polite, the expectations placed on me feel a bit too stretching to the uh, more direct Ugh, I'm exhausted and I don't know what to do. Uh, so we're hearing, we feel like we're hearing a lot of those things uh, and maybe they have a, a common pattern or a common theme. So today we're, we're focusing on, you know, what's going on when you're noticing that the people around you or maybe when you're feeling this, uh, this exhaustion or um, overwhelm. And the first place that I, or the first phrase, I guess, that I'm asking people when I'm coaching them is, what's your workload look like right now? How, how does that feel for you? Uh, and it's an interesting question to ask, I think, because you're focusing on work uh, and not necessarily asking about their personal life, and yet almost undoubtedly when this person is feeling overwhelmed you the answer comes more about their personal life so you know let me give an example i i say what's your workload looking like right now and they might say something like if they're feeling overwhelmed uh uh well um you know I last night ended up spending an hour and a half trying to get caught up on everything. And then, you know, but I was late to dinner and, you know, it's, it's all this other stuff spills over into it. It's not just a conversation of, oh, uh, yeah, I'm able to meet my, you know, expectations right now. Things are going well, the deadlines, you know, no, I have no stress. It's not that it's, kind of this opposite of, ugh, last night was hard, or yesterday was a really long day, or it's been a really long couple of weeks, or uh, my brain is just, wait, what was the question again? You know, like that type of a, oh, uh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to answer. Uh, so Gary, are you hearing anything like that from any of your coaches? I, I am. I, I'm hearing... Interestingly, the one one they heard in the last couple of weeks was, um, I got a promotion, but my boss didn't ask me first, and I'm not sure that I wanted it, mm. and I now feel a bit overwhelmed in the role. That's interesting. It's really interesting, really interesting, and 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 unusual. But I think that 
the thing that comes to mind, so I, I, I think a lot about and talk a lot about in coaching sessions, this about the support challenge matrix. So the support challenge matrix is you've got high support and low support. And when, when I say support, I don't mean you're amazing kind of support. Support is you're given the tools you need to do the job. You're given the time you need to do the job. You're given the information you need to do the job. That's high support. Um, high challenge is it's it's stretching in a good way. And to get the best out of people and for people to feel really motivated uh, and able to achieve well in their role, you want both high support and high challenge. So there is a degree of stretch in what you do and you're supported to be able to do that. So when people say uh, this the expectation placed on me is too stretching. Sometimes they're saying the level of challenge is literally too high. I've been placed into a role, placed into a project that I am not capable of, of doing. And that might be for reasons at work. It might actually be for reasons at home, which is you know what you're saying, Wendy. It might be that when they say the expectations placed on me are too challenging, what they mean is I'm not getting enough support, not the challenge is too high. So as a leader, when you're hearing that, you need to think about both. Have I set an, a, a reasonable le level of stretch here? There is some stretch, but it's not ridiculous. But there's also not no stretch at all because that's not motivating for anybody. But then when I have set that level of stretch, and let's assume it is reasonable, have I supported that person to be able to do it? Again, where support is more than encouragement and enthusiasm, support is, did you give them the tools? Did you give them the information? Did you give them the time? Did you give them your time? That, that's that's required and you can ask them you know so when you say that what is it that you feel that you don't have that you need or what is it you feel that you've got that's, that's too much and then here whether they say to you you know I just don't think I can manage that number of people yet because I've, I've only ever managed five people and you're asking me to manage a hundred people I think I'd be comfortable with managing 20 or you know I do think I could manage 100 people, but I need coaching, I need training, I need a mentor, right? You know, what does that look like in terms of the support that I can get? Dana, what do you see in, in the people you're working with? Oh my gosh, um, this is bringing up a conversation I had at lunch with a gal that I had coached in 2013, and then we talked during COVID, and then she reached out a couple of weeks ago for lunch and said, I've got some new changes going on in my life, and I'm gonna share with you what's going on. and she was at a fortune 500 company very um you know director doing well um but what she she thought she was doing great but she kept getting sick and she kept having health issues and she kept saying to one of her friend co-worker friends it's going to get better it's going to get better well her friend finally said it's you keep saying that but it's not getting better and what she realized to your point earlier gary is she had to get off the hamster wheel so it wasn't until somebody came and recognized it in her. The opposite of what we're talking about is they're not ready to stretch. She needed to go back. She needed to take. So she quit her job and didn't really have another job and just took kind of a sabbatical and figured out what was going on. She said her health regained her health. She's a working mom. Her husband's working from home. So there's a lot going on there. And what she realized is she didn't want a high powered executive job right now and she got into a new role and is is doing great and another company but they keep asking her why don't you apply for this director and she's saying no i can't this is not what i need right now for my life and i think it took a lot to say that 
So I'm, it's kind of the opposite of a little bit about we're saying where somebody's not sure they're ready to be stretched yet. This is like, I've been stretched too much and I need a break. Yeah. And I applauded her and said, I'm so proud of you. So many women, I know I was one of them. I just kept going. I just kept going no matter what. I just kept going. And I'm just proud of her for stopping and then putting those boundaries up. So it just reminded me of that, Gary, when you were sharing your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, um, I, I was in an event at a law firm last week. I was talking to one of the senior partners in in a mid-sized UK law firm. And uh, they were all making the case for it is really busy and our client's very demanding and the law is the law and this is how it is. And so, you know, we don't have as much control as we need. And then one of the partners had a serious cardiac health episode and was fine, but was a massive wake-up call. And then actually they, the senior partners got together and they went around the room and they realized that they'd all had pretty serious health episodes at too young an age to have mm. serious health episodes. And they went, this is not okay. For all that we can convince ourselves that this is what it's just like and we don't have control, we must take control. And we've talked in other episodes about intentionality. You know, your body doesn't lie to you. Um, and so there's a thing about the thing you might notice is not, you might not f- feel my target is too stretching, my goals are too stretching, I'm overwhelmed all the time. It might be the thing you notice is a health episode or, you know, you can't sleep or, you know, whatever. And and Wendy, my question for you is, in, in the work that you do, which is a lot of, you know, internal coaching in an organization, I guess there's lots of people don't show up and this is their question. What, as a leader, mm-hmm. what, are you, what are you actually hearing when this is what's going on for people? How do, how do they actually show up? I think you're... You know, you're spot on that you have to look at the, uh, you have to read between the lines. You have to look at some of the physical, maybe manifestations of this. You learn, like both of you have shared, the person that's getting sick a lot, that can't sleep. Uh, I've seen that in my own life. You know, I've just gone through a move and uh, I couldn't sleep uh, very well for the two months leading up to that move. And I couldn't show up at work very well. And my brain was pretty foggy a lot of times. And wow, amazingly, you know, three weeks after I've moved, I can sleep. I don't have, you know, those things have changed, things that I thought were coming from something else. But, you know, the other part of this that I think I've encountered a lot in an internal uh, coaching situation is about where the expectations are coming from. So mm-hmm. are these legitimate expectations? Are they manufactured? You know, are, uh, is this a hypothetical expectation that, you know, I think that's a big point that we have to take a, a step back when someone says, or when someone says anything that underneath of it means the expectations placed on me are, are too stretching. Well, okay, wait, let's take a step back and look, what are those expectations? Where did they come from? And then I think it's perfect to look back to what you shared earlier, Gary, is, okay, if the expectations are legitimate, then what do I need to get there? Uh, and do I want to get there? 
right? One of the things that I've encountered quite a bit, both internally and externally in coaching, are people who think that the next logical step in their career is to manage people, to be a people manager, Mm -hmm. and they feel like that's an expectation of requirement for moving up when that's not what they want and that's not how they're wired. And can we change that, you know, to, to in all of our brains to say, hey, you can be a stellar individual contributor at a high level and not have to manage people. That's so, we could do a whole nother session on that. I mean, right. And I think this was what this person was the hero of the week for me, because she stood the ground instead of being the course of what she thought she should be. She said, this is what I need right now for me. And I think sometimes it's that internalizing of what you really need and knowing yourself enough in this moment in time, in this season. So thank you, Wendy, for bringing this discussion to us today. I think it was really powerful. We'd love for you to think about as our listeners today, what is one thing you can do differently this week based on what you just heard? here. I know I heard a lot of great, great comments. And I think these are common things we're hearing right now in the workplace. So we'd love to hear from you. What is one thing that you're going to work on? Um, And we'd love to hear it. If you want to reach out to us in LinkedIn, we'd love to hear that. And just quickly, before we finish, most listeners don't yet follow the podcast. So every additional follower we get helps us to raise the profile of the podcast and bring you more episodes. So if you can do one thing for us today, then please hit the follow button and get updated whenever we put new content live. But if you want to do a second thing for us today, could you please share this podcast with a friend? Thank you so much for listening and appreciate you bringing this this to us, Wendy. Thank you, Gary. And you guys uh, tune in next time with us. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of The Coacharium. Follow, like, and subscribe to our content to receive updates on future episodes. Join us again soon in The Coacharium.